Hi there, and welcome to the Successful Writer Podcast, a show for writers where we are talking about marketing, productivity, and mindset. And today we have a mindset topic coming. And so it's dealing both with kind of our outlook as well as the practical way we manage our money. Today I'm going to be talking about this concept called profit first. So we're going to be talking a little bit about just the um, practical money management and a lot about our mindset around money. Because your money mindset and what you think about money is really going to play a huge factor in your writing career and in your business. So for example, if you are always ashamed that you charge money for your books, if you're always worried that nobody's going to want to pay $4.99 for an ebook, that's going to come across in the way you market. I used to do this a ton. I would um, either just price really low to begin with, or if it wasn't, I'd be like, yeah, well, you know, but I'll give you a free copy if you really can't. Or, you know, I'm, I felt like I had to prove that I was doing good things with the money. So I'm like, but I'm supporting a lot of these neat charities too, and kind of making apologies. And that can come across. In your marketing and so that's why like I said we're talking some about practical stuff and a lot about money mindset so there's this book called profit first by Mike Michalowicz and he is writing specifically to entrepreneurs which if you are a published author you basically by default are an entrepreneur you are a you know a small business owner even if it's just you and your company. And so these are things that if you want to really kind of level up, you need to be thinking about. So my writing career started when I was working a part-time job. So I've always been a stay-at-home mom. It's always been kind of our, our family plan. And when my, let's see, when my oldest son was in kindergarten and we started officially homeschooling him, I created this side business running these homeschool clubs for kids, and that brought in a little side income. Basically, all of that side income went into paying for the covers and edits and things like that for my first book. So in other words, like I lost money in the fiction world and worked a part-time job to make up for it. That is so common for so many businesses. Now, as authors, we we are kind of lucky in that we don't need to buy 5,000 copies of our books or something like that. The investment isn't huge at the beginning, like it would be for somebody who wanted to open up a shop and have to you know, sign a lease and buy inventory. So all that to say, yes, being an author does cost money if you are paying for your own books and your own edits and your covers and things like that yet it doesn't have to break the bank. But I think most of you who have gone on the indie publishing journey can understand how easy it would be to work this part-time job and just put all the money back into business stuff, which is what I was doing. And I wanna go on record by saying I don't regret that. It was for sure the best decision at the time. A lot of my income today comes from audiobooks that I don't really do a ton of marketing on, but they were around for years, and so they've kind of built up a lot of reviews and stuff because I got in on that early. Audiobooks are really expensive. They're probably the most expensive um, in terms of like book production. I spend more on audiobooks than I do for edits and covers and things. So I don't regret 
investing that money in the beginning because it helped, like I said, to get to where I am, especially with the audiobooks, because since my books have been around for a while, they sell really well. They've built up, you know, a lot of reviews and, and all of that. So I do not regret that I worked this part-time job in order to fund my writing career, but that's not self-sustaining. So I know that there are some people who are, I mean, there's, there are so many different ways that you might be looking at your business. So it could be that this is strictly a hobby and, you know, maybe you have a spouse with a good income. And so it doesn't really matter if you recoup your expenses. And yes, I totally get that it's a little easy for authors to sometimes be jealous of other authors in that situation. But, you know, instead of being jealous, it's blessed people who have that kind of capability, right? I mean, that's a blessing. We should be able to rejoice that people do have that option totally get not everybody has that option. Then there are people who are like I was at first where you're putting money in and just, you know, kind of hoping and you're going to see it again. And then you get to where you can be actually earning a profit. And so that's what I want to talk about with profit first. As you know, if you think about a startup company, startup companies lose money at the beginning because they, you know, that's why it's called an investment. You need to invest money to start up. But you can't live in startup mode indefinitely unless you have like an outside source of cash. You know, I guess the, uh, the example of that would be like if I were still working my part-time gig teaching homeschool clubs so that I could fund my writing. I didn't want to keep doing that indefinitely, mostly because I found that it was really hard to have creative energy to do both. So for me, I spent, you know, my, my first year losing money from the writing business and making it up for this with this side job. Then I spent a couple years where basically everything that came into the budget went back into writing. So that went to paying for more covers, more audiobooks, and so on. And I think a lot of us stay in that spot for a couple reasons. First of all, it's kind of fun <laughs> to have money to play with. And I know play might not be the right word, but for me, it really is kind of fun to know that I have a budget so that if I need a new computer, I can get a new computer and that that money is not going to have to like come out of our grocery bill <laughs> or something like that. Like it, it truly is nice to have what you need if you have that cover designer that you love and you want to hire them, yes, it's absolutely nice to be able to do that. So I, I love being able to put money back into my writing business. But I think some people, if I didn't have a couple pushes, I might have just stayed in that indefinitely, where even if I was making you know $200,000 a year, I'm sure that I could find a way to spend $200,000 a year on my writing. But at some point, we do need to be, in most cases, taking care of our own families, contributing. So the way I look at it is, like, you can, if you're watching the video, you see I have an office where a family of five, so my husband and me, three kids, in a four-bedroom house that we're renting. One of these rooms is my office, which means two of my kids have to bunk up. I'm taking, like, I'm literally taking space from my family 
in order to be doing what I'm doing. It's things like that that make me feel good about being able now to contribute to the family income. Whereas when I was back in that other mindset, it was, oh, but I could have put that money in for, you know, for another cover or something. And I think a lot of us stay there where we, we don't feel like we should. Now, now, some of us, I know by necessity, are having to support our families financially. And so whatever stage you're in, though, this, I want to talk about this profit first method. So that's kind of the mindset side of it. Um, and now I want to get into just the practical things. So in profit first, it basically is talking about how so many entrepreneurs, not just authors, get so caught up in putting money back into their business and they can really burn out. So if you think about it, you're your very best employee. You cannot pay somebody to love your books as much as you do. You can't pay for somebody to, you know, yes, I totally love having assistance, but I also recognize like at the end of the day, they go to sleep and aren't thinking and dreaming about my books and I am. And so your best employee should be taken care of. So that was my biggest takeaway from the book. If you really like getting into like numbers and spreadsheets, I'll give you just a tiny sneak peek of sort of his system. So his mentality, and it makes a ton of sense, is that when you have money, that money will get spent. And so if you earn $3,000 from your eBooks, it's very easy to make that entire $3,000 disappear. Some of it needs to go here, some needs to go here, some needs to go here, boom, that money's gone. Now, if next month something changes with Amazon and it's only $2,000, yes, you're gonna hear authors complaining, but you're gonna get inventive and find a way to only spend $2,000. Same thing with if you have a big book bub month, you know, two months down the road, you get this extra couple thousand dollars, you're going to find a way to do something with it. So his mentality is when there's money, that money gets spent. And so if you want to not spend that money, it is helpful to not even see it. So he really breaks down this organizational way to have multiple bank accounts that are each used for different things. So it would be like, this is my account that expenses come out of. This is my account that's only for where I put what I'm going to have to pay in taxes. This is where I am, you know, saving up for something. And that way it's not all lumped together. And so it's, it's easier to know exactly what you have to work with. So that's kind of the practical side of it. But what I really liked about it, my biggest takeaway was just this mindset that we need to be taking care of ourselves. We need to recognize no matter how much, you know, whether you're just writing on the site a couple hours a week or you're doing this totally full time, that is taking time and energy away from the family in a lot of cases. And so paying back to the family is a good and expected sort of thing. And that you can do that without having to take away from your writing budget. So last year, you know, I've kind of been incrementally increasing how much of my money gets put into the family account, you know, so like every, I don't know, every six months, it seems or so like I'm, I'm taking on another bill. So I started by saying, oh, you know what, I can start paying the car payment out of my author earnings. Let me do that. 
few months down the line, book sales are still going up. Oh, you know what? I can take on this. Well, that's kind of how it looked before. Um, one of the really neat things was when my husband was a pastor, he was working two jobs. So he was a pastor and working part-time at the grocery store just so we had enough. And, and so at one point I was able to kind of replace his income from the store. So, so that was good and neat. But then we moved different job, different salary, totally different life situation. And bottom line is by necessity, I knew I had to kind of jump in and, and contribute more. And at first it felt a little scary because I liked, like I said, I liked having this play money or, you know, but I, I want to buy this beautiful cover when I can buy this beautiful cover or something like that. And so what the profit first method helped me do is it used to be that I would say, okay, these are the expenses that I need for the month and what's left over I'll funnel to the family. And now it's basically the opposite. So I have this fairly straightforward formula where it's X percent, you know, of anything that comes in, I've got some of that that goes to the family. And what's left is what I have to work with. So instead of taking your profit and then all of your expenses and figuring out what you have left and giving that to your family, basically it's taking what you earn, having the percentage that you're keeping out for you, for your family, for basically you're paying yourself for the work you're doing, and then you're working with the rest. And you can do this very incrementally. So basically right now, my goal is that every quarter, I am going to increase what I'm giving to the family by 2%. And so it's not going to feel like this major massive, oh, wow, I need to come up with an extra, you know, $1,500 or something. It can come gradually. And so Mike Michalowicz in Profit First, he even talks about like if you've never been good at paying yourself, you can even start with just 1%. So basically 1% of everything that comes in, you put in a separate account that's for you you're not going to miss that 1%. You know, especially if you think about how much an author's income fluctuates from month to month, you're not going to miss that 1%. Once you realize you're not going to miss that 1%, you can bump it up to 2 or 3%. You can kind of do what I'm doing every so often, say you're going to bump it up another percent or, you know, go like I am 2% a quarter. And that's teaching you to work within what remains as opposed to saying, okay, here's my you know, however much I get from my book royalties this month. And here's what I have left over after I've paid for everything I want. I really do like this mentality of just starting incrementally and remembering that, you know, you're your publisher and you're your, the author. So you are your own employee. And so you need to be taking care of yourself. And another way to look at it, especially if you have a family, is that your writing is taking some time and energy away from the family. And so it makes absolute sense for, you know, money to be going back into the family. And it's, it's really neat to see how you can get creative. You might be saying, oh, I, I don't even see how I can, you know, increase by 1%, but it definitely can happen. Now, maybe it's the total opposite. And I think the same principle applies. So maybe you're to where, because of your situation, everything that you earn from your books has to go into bills, you know, and, and things that aren't book related. And so in that sense, you know, you do need to be feeding your business 
And so you could even do this the opposite way. You could say, okay, this month, I'm going to take 2% of what I earn and make sure that that's only saved for book covers, edits, things like that. You'll learn to adjust with that, you know, that few percents difference. So that wraps up this episode. And I hope that you are enjoying the Successful Writer Podcast. Please hit subscribe, leave a comment. It's great feedback for me to know what kind of topics are really the most helpful and resonate with you. I'm just so excited to be connected with you this way. I hope that your writing is going amazingly well this week, that the words are flowing, that the ideas are just pouring out of your brain right onto that computer or that pad of paper, and we will talk to you next time. Thank you.